Hey friends, welcome to the 10th episode of the Retro Game Guys podcast. I'm Dustin, your host, and I'm joined by my three good friends, the retro gaming guru, Zach. Rock and roll. The obsessive collector, JP. Collect them all. And the infrequent gamer, Alex. That's me. So what's up, guys? What's happened since our last episode, Zach? Well, uh, we hope everybody's had a chance to check out our last episode when we covered Pitfall for the Atari 2600. That's right, Pitfall. So we were super fortunate to have the chance to interview David Crane, the legendary game designer and also, also the uh, Activision co-founder he was in fact <laughs> so uh, we think it's a pretty good episode and it was a huge milestone for this little podcast so please yeah. give it a lesson a listen we think you'll dig it absolutely uh, also on our last episode JP put out the call to people with connections to retro games to reach out to us and I am very excited uh, to share that we got a few responses. Cool. And so, yeah, working on a couple of interviews for upcoming episodes. Uh, one of them is going to be a, uh, uh, we're going to be talking to a Sega game counselor. <laughs> uh, How does this game make you feel? <laughs> totally. Uh, this guy worked for Sega for about six years back in the 1990s. Oh, cool. So he's got a lot of interesting stories to share. Nice. So, yeah, working on a couple of those. And if you or someone you know has a story to tell, uh, please email us at retrogameguys at gmail.com. Com. Did you ever pick up the retro game guys? I have you... <laughs> I did not. I did not. <laughs> oh, right. All right, yeah. Alex. Yeah, we got to check those uh, domain names. <laughs> That's right. Um, so a little news here. Our friend Tim A, or at Shut Up Tim. Shut Up Tim. Shut Up, Shut up Tim. Tim. <laughs> uh, he has a special request, and it involves JP. Oh, he boy. wants to. Well, oh, <laughs> lots of people have special requests for JP. <laughs> he wants to it's hear t- JP sing a theme song for every game that we do. <laughs> oh, nice. God. Apparently, JP's Zombies Ate My Neighbors song is a huge hit. The fans want more. JP. Yeah. What do you got to say to your fans out it's there who want out in Egypt? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, never again. Oh, <laughs> never say come never. On. Let's hear everyone a has a price. <laughs> <laughs> All right, JP, if you're not going to sing, three. what else? You come have on, to give talk? us something, JP. What's the first <laughs> maybe, thing? Maybe maybe some will come up later after this game. We'll see. All, All right. right. All right. All right. And then yeah. as a heads up, uh, there will not be an episode in late December. No. Uh, we're going to take some time to spend uh, with our families over the holidays uh, do, and also do a little planning for uh, 2019. Uh, but the Retro Game Guys podcast will be back in early January. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> in the meantime, please connect with us on social media and tell us what uh, we should play in 2019. Uh, thank you very much. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, cool, guys. Thanks for the updates. I'd also like to join in with uh, JP to say a special thanks to my wife and all of our families. This year of time, yeah. time of year is tough to schedule things, and we wouldn't be able to get this podcast done without their support so thank you guys very much love we you. love you Woo-hoo. all right now let's get into the show for this episode we're covering the action horror game castlevania 3 which was released in 1990 for the nintendo entertainment system and thank you although i'm doing finger quotes thank you to our listener at don mr don van dam who suggested this one <laughs> and we'll get into why i'm saying it with finger quotes in a little bit here Um, It's so much fun, I can tell. I can tell, just loads. Just wait. Um, We covered the first Castlevania game in one of our demos for the podcast. We talked about that a little bit before. Mm -hmm. Um, So you may hear some references back to that unreleased episode, and it is unreleased for a reason. (laughs) Uh, Alex keeps trying to convince us to release release it. I want to release it. But uh, hounds. maybe maybe for like a f- special twenty five episode uh, anniversary. Sure. But uh, yeah, I, I listened to it recently and kind of cringed the whole time. Come on! <laughs> so 
I also wanted to remind everyone here at the table that uh, in our Castlevania one score competition, JP could not even reach the first boss. <laughs> so we're <laughs> all right? <laughs> really. Really? We said something about the bat. He, so. and we're like, I, know, he, I never saw the bat. Yeah, he said something about like, we asked him like, what was the biggest challenge of the game? And he's like, a six month old. Like you remember taking your son because yeah, you didn't have much time back then. Right. Well, so we're all rooting. We're all rooting for you. They still come in fourth, but maybe do a little better this week, JP. It'll probably be fourth. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to give you a run for your money on that one. Uh, if you uh, out there would like to give Castlevania three a play before listening to the rest of this episode, there are versions on the Wii, Wii U and 3DS virtual consoles. If you still have an NES lying around, of course, there's the original cartridge and you can emulate it with all the legal considerations we've talked about before. Yeah, you know, I really hope that we see some kind of a Castlevania collection. Like, wouldn't that be really cool to That'd see on the Switch? Sweet. Yeah, it would be cool. Like games one, two, three, or four, or something yeah. like that. As um, much as these aren't my favorite games, it would be really cool <laughs> to yeah. have that. Well, Capcom put out the Mega Man Legacy collections earlier oh, uh, yeah. this year, yeah, 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 yeah. and really cool. I mean, this is you know bringing these old games to new gamers. I think is is pretty cool. So absolutely, mm-hmm. Konami, get on it. Get please. on it. All right. In this Castlevania 3 episode, Zach will take us through the history of the game. We'll then chat as a group about our memories of the game, our experiences replaying it, and we'll also see who came out on top in our friendly score competition. I'm going for 10 wins in the row, by the way, fellas. That's I'm uh, pretty. I'm already guaranteed. Everyone is at the edge of their seat. They can't wait to see if I can do it. Nobody's right. taking bets on this. Yeah, no, not at all. How many, how many uh, percentage points within perfect will he get this time? Uh, <laughs> JP will then school us on the world of collecting, and we'll wrap with our retro game giveaway, where someone will win an original copy of Castlevania 3. And if you want to win our next retro <laughs> game giveaway, head over to at Retro Game Guys on Facebook or Twitter and leave a comment. Tell us what you think about the podcast, post your gaming memories, or suggest a game for a future episode. Mm. So to kick us off here, here's Zach to give us a bit of the background, history, and interesting facts about Castlevania 3. All right. And by the way, Dustin, question for you. That copy of Castlevania 3 that we're giving out, is that the one you threw out the window? Uh, You're yeah, just hoping might, someone it, catches it? It might be. Is it, Steven, is it moist from the grass, the grass dew, you know? Yeah. Oh, was that uh, dew from the grass? I yeah. don't think so. No. <laughs> that was spit. <laughs> Let's, or a combination of that and sweat. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, yeah. All right. All right. Here we go. So uh, Castlevania 3 Dracula's Curse uh, was developed by Konami, uh, one of the best third-party game developers of the time, in my personal opinion. Sure, yeah. Um, and it was released on the Nintendo Entertainment System in 1990. Now, Castlevania 3 is the third game in the original Castlevania trilogy following 1987's Castlevania and 1988's Castlevania 2: Simon's Quest. But even though Castlevania 3 was the third game to be released, based on the story, it's actually a prequel that takes place 100 years before the time of Castlevania. Oh, now I know why I saw Jar Jar in there. (laughs) (laughs) Man, you killed my George Lucas joke, man. Come on. Exactly. (laughs) I was just kidding. All right. But uh, yeah, so he had had nothing to... This was not made by LucasArts. This was... Yeah. All right. So about the time Castlevania 3 was released, it was peak Nintendo. So the NES was off the charts popular. Uh, To give you an example, by 1991, Nintendo had already sold 30 million NES systems in the U.S., uh, or about one NES for every three households at the time, including three out of four retro game guys households. That's I think correct. we all know which household <laughs> didn't have it. What's Castlevania? Right. Hashtag Genesis household. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> Castlevania 3 takes place in Europe in 1476. And no, that's not when I was born, just to <laughs> anticipate that joke. That was and the you, last time you had hair. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Good follow-up, man. You're welcome. I'll be here all week, right? Uh, <laughs> try and, the veal. Try the veal. And uh, you play the role of Trevor Belmont, an ancestor of Simon Belmont, the hero of Castlevania 1 and 2. 
Uh, so as the story goes, Dracula is taking over Europe, uh, and no one has been able to stop him because you know he's Dracula, right? right. And he's you know undead and all that. So the infamous Belmont family was called to help, but the townspeople became afraid of the Belmonts because people thought they had superhuman powers. So eventually, they drove the Belmonts out of towns. Like, do you guys want help or <laughs> not? Because right. you pick, <laughs> pick your poison. Right. Totally. There's a whole uh, uh, Clint Eastwood trilogy based on that, right? <laughs> So our, our good for, your, for our older <laughs> listeners, they'll right. get that one. Yeah, all two of them. Actually, we, we only have two listeners anyway. So maybe that, you know, three, uh, three. Uh, well, thanks, well, mom. Four, right? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, us four. Us four. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, Tom five. Okay. Anyway, yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, so yeah. our man uh, Trevor was a good enough guy to stick around, you know, and vow to help the people of Europe and defeat Dracula, restore peace, and all that good stuff. And of course, uh, the uh, silver lining here is he's also trying to clear the Belmont name. Uh, Castlevania 3 is a 2D platformer, and like many games of the era, the game requires a lot of precise attacking, jumping, and uh, plenty of deaths falling in a pit, which I know happened to you guys. Oh, yeah. Not? Precise is definitely a word I would use to describe this game. Absolutely. Definitely. Oh, yeah. And the funny thing is, is that Trevor is not the most the precisely controllable character right. you've ever played either, <laughs> right? Right. He kind of walks like he's got like bowling ball in his pocket or something, you know, and just and jumps the same that's way. That's why right? the ladies loved him. Right? <laughs> hey, there you go. Hey, yo. Right Maybe on. that's what scared off the uh, townspeople. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, with that, uh, Castlevania games are known with it for their quirky theme. It's sort of a mix of uh, classic monster movie campiness and gothic horror. Um, the backgrounds are dark. They feature sco- uh, spooky countrysides, derelict homes, and a bunch of castles and stuff like that. Personally, I love the atmosphere of this game, like the dark mountains and forests and all that stuff. Yeah. Did you guys dig the vibe of the, what? the Castlevania? Dustin's shaking no. his head. I don't like how this game looks. Really? It's just, it's, it's just it's dated. drab. I don't know. I, no, I like it. I don't you know. know. Tombstones and lightning yeah. strikes and it's stuff not, like hey, that. Hey, look, yeah. it's purple. Yeah, great. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's purple. <laughs> I don't know. It's just not not my not my scene. Well, you know, and you're walking through a graveyard, and you're still jumping on uh, Mario boxes. So I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give it a give it a break here a little bit. Yeah. Oh, um, I mean, I, look, I'm going to be the voice of dissent here because this is one of the most popular games ever. Like, yeah. it's a huge game. I'm just, it's not my thing. <laughs> and we'll play, get more into that. You're, you're playing the heel in this episode, <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm totally. I hate it. Coming hate down it. from the top ropes on this one. What, one thing I one thing I hate about or hate about one thing that was uh, interesting about this game kind of baffles me a little bit is how Castlevania, actually, all the games in the series, how they got away with so much like grotesque imagery. Mm. And even religious really references, it. yeah. Like there's the the flying Medusa heads, and Alex, you talked about that in the previous episode. Yeah. Like they got like severed heads, mm. and this in game, the unreleased episode, right? That's right. In the yeah. unreleased episode, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. I'm trying and, to remember what I yeah, said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, there's impaled bodies in later levels. That's right. You start the game like you see um, Trevor praying to a cross in the beginning of the game. I mean, there was yeah, games that yeah. never made it here for those things. Fairly religious, but yeah, in, in in the context of it's Dracula. I mean. Uh, was there a, a, a ratings, a games rating system back then? Yeah, SRB no, wasn't right? up yet. And But one of the big things that Nintendo was focused on more was like blood. They yeah. didn't want they didn't yeah. want games that had blood, and so I didn't get I don't didn't it's not like I got through this game fully. But maybe Zach can say I don't think there's a lot of blood in this game. Yeah, there's, there's no a severed blood, head. I don't think right, but yeah. like it doesn't really. It's not like dripping blood all yeah. over the place or anything. Yeah. And so that that was their real focus, from what I remember. Yeah, maybe you're right, Alex, with the whole theme thing, where it's like maybe there's a I don't know because it's kind of campy and fun. They figure it's not like you know I don't know it's not religious in your face or gore in your face it's it should like all be seen as like a tongue-in-cheek kind of a fun thing scary i i I get a really big uh, halloween scary vibe from this game especially when i was younger and playing it at night 
Mm-hmm. You know, there was a whole, you know, the the music just puts you on edge, and we'll talk about that. But yeah. 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 Yep. So while you're on edge playing the game, uh, you'll come across special characters, or they're also called uh, spirit helpers, who assist you during your quest. This is probably my first, uh, my personal favorite part of Castlevania Three, which is the ability to turn into other characters, and that just unlocks the game. You get to go to places you couldn't normally uh, get to before. So the, uh, the characters uh, include Grant Dynasty. <laughs> really? Hello. At first, I yeah. Like at first, Grant, I thought it was let's like Grant Dan- Dynasty. Danis, Dan- like uh, Dynasty or something. Well, no, it's Dynasty. All right. Uh, he's a, a pirate captain who can climb walls. There's a <laughs> that, that fits in with what yeah, I, what I gleaned from this. My uh, name is Grant Dynasty. I have some notes I'm on, a pirate on cap- that on the writing of this uh, game. <laughs> like it climb walls. Ahoy, yeah. ahoy. <laughs> There's a Alucard Dracula's bell backwards for those of you who don't know. So Dracula's son. He's Dracula's son. He could turn into a bat, which is pretty cool. He could fly over some difficult stuff. And uh, Sifo Belnades, who is a powerful magic user. And spoiler, you know, pause it now if you haven't beaten the game, which is everybody. Uh, all right. I'm, I'm walking away. <laughs> uh, so at the end of the game, Sifo is revealed to be a woman. What? So he's a, she's actually referred to as a he in the manual. And even the magazine coverage at the time, I actually have one of the Nintendo Power magazines that has a, a spread on Castlevania 3. They also say he. So it was kind of a secret until you, you finish the game. And uh, so that reminded me of Metroid. And uh, I remember back yeah. in the day, the manual that was Metroid. Big. That right. was huge. Yeah, when, when Metroid, when the, the, the guy, I, don't even, I didn't even play that game. Yeah, Samus. Samus. Yeah, but was revealed to be a woman. Yeah. And that was huge. When that, uh, it was almost like a uh, an Empire Strikes Back type of feel when uh, the kids found out that, that uh, what? The, right. It's a woman, it's a girl. Yeah, and there's a code in the game where you could like, you know, or I think if you also, if you finish Metroid in a certain amount of time, you can play as her without her armor. Like mm. it's just, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. I pretty that. cool. So uh, Castlevania Three is also known for its brutal difficulty. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, it, this uh, this game was a cakewalk. Right. It uh, definitely helped uh, coin the term Nintendo Hard, which you may have heard. Mm. Um, and as someone who's actually finished some really really hard games like Ninja Gaiden, for example, I totally agree. This game to me never feels truly unfair, but it never lets up on you. And there's plenty of moments where you just do the whole, uh, yeah. You know, there's just that groan you give. There's sort of an unfair part I'll talk about later. At least it's the the way that they do certain parts that's different than other games really aggravated me. So we'll talk yeah. about that. <laughs> right. I'm going to hold your hand for <laughs> yeah, this right, whole episode. Exactly. Right. <laughs> all right. So getting to the gameplay, Trevor uses his magic whip or special items to destroy all sorts of Transylvania-inspired when, enemies. When a problem comes along? You must whip it. Uh, there's bats, zombies, fishmen, knights, and those damn flying Medusa heads. Yeah. Uh, the other characters have different weapons, uh, the characters I talked about earlier, which adds, again, variety to the game. Um, most of the time you're playing, you're whipping, jumping, climbing upstairs and trying to, of course, get knocked, uh, avoid getting knocked off. Um, there's a total, and actually Alex reminds me, the stairs remind me of something back in that unreleased demo. Now all the demand for this demo is going to come, right? No, that's what we got to do. got to hype it up. Right, we're doing, I know, I'm trying not to hype it up. I'm like yeah. actually working against my own intention here. No, 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 it's terrible. Hype away. You don't want and that horrible, <laughs> ma- like festering mass of an episode, Alex. That's um, I love it. You, you talked about the stairs and you said something like the stairs are... Like a, a, like an enemy in the game. I made more notes yeah, oh about yeah, the for stairs sure. as well. So I'll, I have all my notes. All, all I, I didn't know this until I read some coverage of Castlevania 3 that there's there's stairs with a platform kind of at the end that sticks out a little bit. You mm-hmm. could stand on the top of the stairs and there's stairs without a platform that if you try to like toe to the end of the platform, you'll just fall off. Yeah. So and, you're and welcome. This, yeah. The stairs like, were an enemy in this game. Yep. Yes, yes. Yes. Yeah. Castlevania has always been one of those games where uh, architecture figures into the gameplay <laughs> a lot. <laughs> it's yeah a joke <laughs> <laughs> so there's a total of 16 stages uh, or blocks as the game calls them each have several screens or sub stages 
Uh, there's also Branching Paths, which was kind of new to Castlevania or was new. Now, Castlevania 2 had kind of some, you know, uh, non-linear elements you could wander a bit. Uh, but this one, the the branching paths are pretty obvious. You finish a level and it says, you know, A or B, and you kind of pick one or the other. Mm. Um, now, the, there's three different routes you can go down. There's one route that's recognized as relatively easy all <laughs> the way through more difficult. Um, and to get to the end, you play about 10 of those 16 blocks to get to the final end of the game. Um, now, Trevor, he can take multiple hits of damage along the way, uh, but once his life bar is depleted, he must, <laughs> well, he dies. <laughs> and then often you start back at an earlier substage checkpoint. Yes, you and, do. Yes. And it just, <laughs> that's when the game reminds you like, hey, guess what? You're not, you're not done with this part yet. Uh, you lose three lives. So you got to play the entire block again. And this, my friends, is the challenge of most of the platforms of the era. It kind of uh, demands memorization and precise timing because you just have to do these levels over and over and over again, mm -hmm. and you only have a handful of lives to do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just... Yeah, and that bat that was coming at you again that you you hit now three times now that you've gone through that. The bat's still there and still hits you, and you keep... Whip it! Why did why you do it? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <clears throat> so in Castlevania... <laughs> like, yeah, me. <laughs> yeah. Well, there is a password system. Some games didn't... Some really hard games didn't have passwords, so that's good. Um, but uh, the game's not giving up its passwords easily either. I mean, you got to make some, you know, progress to get to those passwords. Yeah. And of course, you start at the beginning of each block too. So, yeah, it's not like you're saving exactly where you left off. Right. Um, also, it, so this is another cool thing about the game. You finish the game solo or with any of the three spirit helpers, you get different endings. So there's kind of a unique ending that finishes the story, which is pretty cool. Um, now, talking about Castlevania back in the day, um, when it came out, the initial reviews were pretty positive. The earliest review I dug up was 19, the 1990 August, uh, July-August issue of Nintendo Power. Um, so Nintendo Power rated it 4 out of 5 for graphics, sound, and play control, a 4.5 out of 5 for theme and fun, and a 4.8 out of 5, very specific, <laughs> for a challenge. Should have been a 5 for 6 for 6 out of 5 for challenge. Right. <laughs> um, now, I wouldn't argue with any of those ratings. Um, and there's also, in that issue, I found out there's a fold-out Castlevania 3 poster that a lot of the old, most of the, if not all of the Nintendo Power issues had posters in them. Um, but nowadays, you got to find ones where they're still intact, right? That's the challenge now. Right. Yeah. Sure. So um, I also dug through my old magazines and found a Nintendo Power issue. is volume 18. Had a 21-page spread on the Castlevania 3. So um, if you're interested in seeing like some original artwork and stuff, uh, go online. I'm sure you can dig There's it. There's a Dracula, Dracula fold-out. Right. <laughs> his center fold. Yeah, 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 very yeah, much yeah. inspired by Playboy. His likes, his dislikes. Right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Long walks on the beach. Yeah. What's your pet's name? He's laying friend? down. His shirt's sort of open a little bit. He has, a, <laughs> he has his goblet That's with right. blood in it. Yeah. Oh, no, it's not blood. It's some blue potion. Right, right. right. Yeah, no blood, no That's blood. Right. We. We can have them on the bearskin rug That's right. with the with the shirt open a little bit, but no blood. Yeah. yeah. And the magazine has great articles in it. That's all the only reason I picked That's them up. That's right. <laughs> so as far as sales are concerned, Castlevania 3 sold pretty well, but it wasn't a bestseller. Um, according to uh, VG Charts with a Z dot com, um, is it sold about eight hundred and fifty thousand units worldwide. So it um, it seems the Castlevania 2 sold a bit better, closer to nine hundred thousand. And the first Castlevania game sold over a million, 1.2. So, you know, exact estimates kind of hard to find because of digital sales and all that kind of stuff. Well, it's a prequel. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's 100 years ago. Yeah. So, well, this you know, came out in 1990, right? And that's yes. the Genesis was out, right? At that point, and, and the SNES and yes. all that was out. So, yeah, I think that's probably one of the big things. I think a lot of people have moved. They were on. starting to move on. Yeah, yeah, this was kind of like right at the peak when it, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, Super Nintendo came out in 91. Genesis was like 89, I think. So, yeah, right. it was just, it was just that air 16 bit was coming in. 
So, um, and just for reference, the top 10 selling NES games at the time starts at about the bottom rungs, about 4 million, which is uh, the Turtles game, Ninja Turtles <laughs> game on Super Nintendo. That was fun. Oh, wow. And uh, there's 4, min- 4 million people who like hate that game too for like, you know, <laughs> that's even harder than this game. And up to about 40 million for the first Super Mario Brothers mm-hmm. game. So this game, you know, Castlevania 3 sold at under a million. It was decent, but not a grand slam. Gold, but not platinum. Right. All right. Well, as for the legacy of Castlevania, um, as I think most of us know now, we've seen a steady stream of Castlevania games on lots of systems over the years. I'm sure we'll continue to see more games coming out. Um, The most popular Castlevania game besides the original is probably Castlevania Symphony of the Night, which came out on the uh, PS1 in 1997. And the most recent one was Castlevania uh, Lords of Shadow 2 in uh, 2014. Uh, so it's been a, you know, a few years since we've seen the last entry, but with the popularity of like you know the Netflix show that's out right now yep. and yeah. things like that, I'm sure we're going to see you know a, a new game on a modern console. You know, maybe the Switch Makes coming sense. out. Yeah, that would make a lot of sense. Have you guys seen the Netflix show yet at all? No. I need to watch it. I haven't no. had a chance. You guys need to, man. It's I just finished the second season. There's only two seasons right now, and it's 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 pretty good. It's a mature. You know, uh, cartoon. Does it rival? What's that uh, show that all the, the kids like? The one on the, uh, HBO? Game of Thrones? Game of, I don't watch Game of Thrones, <laughs> I don't man. Know. I don't know. Yeah, no, that's the one. Is it like Game of Thrones where it has a lot of uh, TNA in between violence? There's scenes? no nudity. It's just violent. There's a, okay. lot, a lot of blood, gore, you know, kind of graphic novelly kind of. And, oh, okay. and I was anime, a really big fan of Aeon Flux growing up. So uh, they could dig it. I've heard something about that coming back. Yeah, too. when oh, you're a comic book guy, you know, I should know more about this than I do, but like, the guy who wrote Castlevania has also written you know, um, important comic books and stuff like that. You'd probably oh, recognize him and all that. So you should watch it. It's pretty cool. Um, all right. So Castlevania overall still alive as a series. And I'm sure we'll be talking about Castlevania for many years to come. Mm-hmm. All right. So that wraps up the history segment. And now to help us learn more about the game, here are five ridiculously interesting facts. Ridiculously interesting facts. About Castlevania 3. So number one. Castlevania 3's creator, Hitoshi Akamatsu, is a man of mystery. An international man of mystery? Or? Uh, you could say so. <laughs> so this whole mystery started with the first Castlevania games. There were no proper credits in the first two Castlevania games. The uh, programmers used pseudonyms, because uh, as the story goes, we talked about this, I think, in the past here. Yeah. Uh, the companies did not want their best programmers to get poached by other companies, so they all went by kind of silly names and, and stuff like that. Um, so it wasn't until Castlevania Four was in development that we knew that Mr. Akamatsu also ran the teams that did Castlevania One and Two. Um, now Akamatsu left the gaming world in the 1990s, and no one has been able to track him down for an interview. How does that <laughs> happen? Yeah. So there was a I don't know. Oh, this there was oh, a, this just in. No, <laughs> yeah. Right. No. No. We're not going to get lucky like David Crane this time around. Yeah. Just the co-founder of Activision. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. The creator of Pitfall. <laughs> Uh, there was even a video game historian who mailed physical letters to his last known addresses. Oh, wow. And uh, I guess it didn't work as far as I've heard. But like, there's people that went to some great lengths, put it that way. And uh, so uh, I'm hoping someday he'll come on the show or at least someone will get him. <laughs> yeah. right? All right. So Okay, I got to say nice. Oh, I love this game so much. Man. Right. Then I'll come on. Hitoshi Akamatsu, come back. We all need you. Uh, number two, the uh, North American version of Castlevania 3 was more difficult than the original Japanese Famicom version. Why? <laughs> because, because. <laughs> it's just, well, you know what, right. guys? We don't like you. Right. All right, so the ones we're playing is the more difficult version. Yes. Yes. All right. And that wasn't typical. Usually it was the opposite. So you guys may know Super Mario Brothers 2, for example, was easier in the United States than it was. Actually, it was a separate game altogether. We got right, an easier yeah. game. The Japanese version was harder. 
Um, so I don't know why they made it harder, Castle or Konami made it harder in the, uh, North America, but here's a few examples of what they did to anger us. Uh, in the US version, enemies take off more damage as you get further in the game. Oh, and uh, yeah, the, the Famicom version, the enemies take a set amount, off a set amount when they hit you. So the more you do, harder it gets. Uh, Grant, uh, the you know the pirate captain that can climb walls, um, in the in the uh, in the Famicom version, his he has a throwing dagger. In the U.S. version, he has a weak only handheld dagger. Yeah. Well, so it came out like six months <laughs> earlier in Japan. So I wonder if it's partly that they just weren't done, like they've just released it as it was, and then when when you know when it hit the Japanese market, they're like, eh, this isn't hard enough. Like, and then made some more edits before it went to North America because it came out in Japan, I think, in uh, so late eighty nine. They did some testing over there, you think? Yeah, I'm thinking yeah. that something must. They were like, wait a minute, this is we we need to get this a little bit harder, guys. This is too easy. Mm. I'm sure it was hard <laughs> enough. I'm sure, <laughs> but. Uh, for those of you who finished the game, which is all of us here at the table, uh, Dracula's, Dracula's uh, final form is harder, so he shoots beams more often, and they're harder to dodge. Um, and the thing that, that is probably the most frustrating, if you get to Dracula and you die, in the Famicom version, you start right back at Dracula. And I think this was the case with Castlevania 1, too. You could just keep playing Dracula and continuing in, until you finally win. Yeah, that sounds right. In this game, though, if you die to Dracula, it resets you back two floors, and those <laughs> oh, they're, and they're filled with like angering enemies. It's just so you have to play through these two difficult floors, and you have to then fight Dracula on the same life bar. Fun, yeah. And there's a bunch more, unfortunately. So um, some credit, by the way, to the excellent website, the Cutting Room Floor TCRF.com. It's got detailed comparisons between the versions. Check them out. They do great work. Number three. Uh, not only was the uh, North America version harder, but our music wasn't as good. Like, what the hell? What? <laughs> yeah. That's weird. Right. So this is because the Japanese cartridge had a special sound chip, which added more sound channels. And the result is music with a lot more depth. It's kind of similar to like the, the whole Pitfall 2 yeah. thing we were talking yeah. about last episode with the David Crane, the co-founder of Activision. Oh, and, the yeah. He put an extra chip. Pitfall. Yeah. He put an extra chip on the game to, you know, get, uh, put music in the game and all that. So mm -hmm. very similar. Um, I like the both the North America and, and uh, Japan soundtracks, the Famicom soundtracks, but there's some tracks on the Famicom version that are just outstanding, by the way. You guys, all mm. of you guys got to go to YouTube and check it out. It's really fantastic stuff. Um, there were four composers of the Fam Famicom and NES music, uh, but they were not the same composers of the classic Castlevania 1 music. Um, and I know we're all huge fans yes. of somebody James named Banana. James Banana. <laughs> Yes, huge banana fans here. Big banana fans. <laughs> and if fans. you don't know who the banana people are, uh, the yeah, the, <laughs> it's very appealing, these people. I was trying to figure out how to squeeze it in here. Uh, I just slipped so, that one by us. Right, right. right. <laughs> so the, in Castlevania 1, the composers went under the name James Banana in the credits. Ooh. And uh, not many people know this, but the, both of those composers were female. And went so, by I love him even. I love it even more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that, that iconic music was, yeah, made. But by But you're saying James women. Banana did Castlevania one, but not three. Yes, Banana in one, no Banana in three. Got it. Check. Right, on. right. Number four, the original North American release of Castlevania three featured a contest to quote win a trip to Dracula's hometown, but no one knows if anyone actually won. <laughs> So nice, and we don't know wh where's his hometown again. So uh, Transylvania <laughs> six five yeah, thousand. Right, yeah, right? right. Listen, kids, if you don't know that reference to that film, please look it up. <laughs> Transylvania six five thousand is a real right. movie. So there are uh, some discussions on the Nintendo Age boards that the trip may have been canceled due to tensions in Europe at the time of the early nineties. 
my guess is that part of the trip would have been to tour Brand Castle in Romania, which would have been pretty cool. Mm. It's also known as Dracula's Castle. And I didn't know this, by the way, guys, until I started doing research for this episode, that um, the castle actually doesn't have any verifiable ties to the real like life by Dracula. Oh, okay. Um, but the um, Romanian government hyped it up to encourage well, tourism. Yeah. Well, wait, <laughs> wait. Of course. Hold on. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dracula and Vlad the Impaler? What? Not yeah. connected to the castle, so I, you got to cancel your trip. They kind of Grand just, Castle. Yeah. Yep. They kind of just went. Oh Are yeah. Are you thinking well, of Bram castle, Stoker? Uh, Is that what's no. no? You said Brand Castle, right? Brand Castle. Yeah. 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 That's that's what's traditionally known Dracula's as Dracula's castle. castle. But Vlad the Impaler had nothing to do with that castle. Right. right. Really? Right. I'm gonna have to cancel my subscription <laughs> to Sci-Fi Network because yeah. I've been told lies. To Romania, yeah, Romania. that's right. I mean, there's just all these connections to other, you know. I mean, it's creepy as hell area, that castle. Uh, if you've ever seen it, I'm a big fan, but I I didn't know that for yeah. some reason that must have slipped through. I just wanted to believe. Well, <laughs> and you know what? There maybe right, there's Fox. a remote chance. Maybe there is. Like, you could you can keep believing. You just you know don't stop believing. I won't. James <laughs> Banana. <laughs> and JP, you'll love this. The box with that no that with the uh, contest sticker on it. It's another box variant. Oh. So, yeah, Uh-oh. yeah. So, uh, all right. So, number Love five. Love those box variants, right? Number five, the manual features some of the worst puns and cringeworthy copy you'll ever read. And I've read a lot of stuff you've written, and you're saying this is worse well, that than that? That is true. Yeah, it's much, <laughs> much worse than the stuff I write. So, um, I get this. I get that Castlevania is supposed to be a campy kind of game, you know, uh, but the manual is just an abomination. And as someone who like writes marketing copy and stuff, like it, I just I couldn't stop. I couldn't get my take my eyes off it. It's so horrible. <laughs> so let me give you guys like a couple examples, right? And I quote: uh, "Your chances of winning are slimmer than Jim." Uh, oh, jeez. Okay. So these aren't even, these aren't even like bad dad joke bad. They're like worse they're, than that. Right. Uh, they're like dated dad jokes. Like right. From right. The 80s, right. Uh, when choosing a path, remember your Cub Scout training. <laughs> What? What? Yeah. Why would that be in there? You were a Cub yeah. Scout, JP, weren't yes, you? I was, but yeah. I don't remember that. <laughs> you don't remember? Wait. Here's how to you choose went, a you, path in Castlevania 3. You're the only a... one of us who's been outdoors then. Like, I didn't know there was Cub Scout people <laughs> yeah. who actually play video games, too. Wow. <laughs> He's a man of multiple talents. Yeah. Uh, the, many, many talents. The uh, manual also throws out the line, which way do you go, George? Which, which way, way do you way go? Do you go? Oh, which I don't even God. remember what that was from. Was which that from Curious go, George or something else? Which way did he go, George? It was like one of the Bugs Bunny. old cartoon. Yeah. Yeah, uh, like it was the, a Warner Brothers. Like the one, yeah, the, 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 no, it was a Bugs Bunny guy with the Which big, way did yeah. he go? And he like pets. I'm going to pet you yeah. and squeeze yeah. you and call uh, you George. Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. And there's two more here. Um, Alucard can turn, this is actually, and, and a quote here, Alucard can turn into a winged rat. And for those of you who aren't biology whizzes, that means a bat. Oh God! <sighs> did they did they have to like have a page that they had to fill? Like they were yeah. like, okay, you have to have copy to the bottom it's, of this. I want to know who approved this stuff. Like <laughs> right. seriously, someone had to a go. Failed, yeah, this a great. failed Nickelodeon editor right. or something like that. <laughs> it's like, come on, guys. Yeah. So, um, and this is my favorite one. This one actually made me like groan out loud when I first read it. It says, "When you choose a new helper, you have to say sayonara to the previous one." Oh God. God. <laughs> For some reason, this sounds this so exactly stupid. like how Nintendo Power wrote all their articles. <laughs> this yeah. is sounds, you know. I was like, actually going to say this sounds like uh, this. These, whoever did this went on to write for BuzzFeed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it's like, oh no, these are just Number for twelve-year-olds. Uh, it doesn't you. have to be that right, good. Like, right. come on, like whatever. But I do want to. I, I want to read the Japanese <clears throat> manual. Uh, yeah, I can't read Japanese, but I want someone to like translate that directly and I read it. I bet you it's totally different. I bet you they totally go all in on the horror. It's like ooh. 
spooky. Right. You know, everything is <laughs> like probably. life and death. Or they say in Japanese, when you choose a new helper, you have to say goodbye to the previous one. I mean, they right. use, they use, <laughs> no, 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 they use yeah. Americans. It's like, see you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, what? It's like, okay. right, because everybody else Peter, in the world thinks yeah. we were like, you know, everyone used like surfer slang in the 90s, yeah, right? right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that was funny. <laughs> yeah. And that was five ridiculously interesting facts about Castlevania 3, dude. Ooh, that was rad. All right. Radical. Yeah. Right. Get some pizza. <laughs> <laughs> well, th- thank you for that, Zach. You're welcome uh, <laughs> so much. Don't ever do it again. Yeah, yeah. exactly. All right. Let's get to the memories uh, playing this game. Uh, I think a few of us didn't play too much back in the day, but I know, Zach, you uh, have uh, quite a few things to say about this because we need to hear from, more from you for right now. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, yeah, I don't even get a water break here. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll, I'll stall. All right. So a guy walks into a bar. Hey. <laughs> So yeah, my strongest Castlevania three memory. It's 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 a story of growing up and coping. We're all, we're all drinking water right now instead of Zach. <laughs> I know. So. It's right. like that scene right. in the, the Three Amigos where they're the- <laughs> they're drinking water and lip balm. You know, I'm like parched as hell over here. We're like uh. staring directly at you as we're doing it too. We're like, oh, this is so yummy. <laughs> dance, so monkey dance. Why don't you read my notes for me? It's like a sip of water. Well, Zach said, you know what? I'm gonna drink a sip of water. I don't give a shit. Whoa, sh- hey. almost, almost, this almost is a family man. show. That was the first time it almost really slipped. I love Wow, that's great. Yeah, this is a special tenth episode for more than one reason. Jeez, <laughs> tenth episode, last episode <laughs> for Zach. All right, well, but yeah, my my strongest Castlevania memory. It's, it really, it's seriously about growing up. So about the time Castlevania Three came out, I was twelve. Uh, I spent a lot of time with my friend Danny, who was my video game buddy. Uh, he was also my neighbor. We lived in the same cul-de-sac, and uh, we were constantly running back and forth between each other's houses, playing you know some of the best games of the time, you know Mega Man Two. Contra, Punch-Out, like all the great two-player games. Uh, but in, in 1990, his family moved away. So I have this like sad kid memory of like standing in my parents' uh, my, my parents' room, a bedroom, looking out the window because it overlooked the driveway and watching uh, my friend's moving van drive away for like the last time. I hear, we, need, we, <laughs> I, we really need sound bites for this show because I'm, I'm hearing the piano, the slow piano music. Right. In my head right now. Right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Was that from I've the never, Hulk? I've never. <laughs> like a, yeah, yeah, just I could see the rain coming down the window. The, like, it was just the, the single tear like yeah. glistening in the moonlight, right? So, One hand on the window. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't leave me. I, I miss you, friend. <laughs> Remember, on, dude. remember up up downtown left right left right ba it's, it's the end of star trek 2 <laughs> that's right i have been i know it shall I'm never be opening up to you guys friend. again that's remember a good dying spark yeah, yeah. that's Thank really you. good yeah that's it that was my memory right there i'm done <laughs> okay. you guys are, you, you guys are just totally like just all yeah, over it. It. no You're welcome <laughs> okay so a little while later my parents were like hey moving sounds great so then we moved i had to start high school in a new town and but i'm glad i did because i wouldn't have met alex and That's probably right. you guys i would have maybe met you dustin but yeah it was weird that i met you after you moved further away from we right. used to live really near each other didn't never met then he moves 30 miles down the road and and i meet him at somebody's birthday party get <laughs> away so my dad worked two jobs so it wasn't easy to kind of get him to drive me to my friend's house especially that he lived hours away but there was one time where I got to go to his house just for a couple hours because my parents were going through town or whatever. Um, and when I got to his house, we he was playing Castlevania three, yeah, and so we cool. just settled back in. And it was we hadn't seen each other in months. It was just like old times, right? Just Nintendo was kind of our language. But the cool thing was when I when I left his house, he let me borrow Castlevania three. And 
the game was new at the time. And if you guys probably remember, like, if some parents didn't like you lending other kids games. Like, it's a fifty dollar cartridge. Right, my parents. Yeah. Right, my parents would like have that in a spreadsheet. Yeah, <laughs> my, oh. my mom's an accountant, so everything's in a spreadsheet. And it would be like, okay, who did who did you let borrow that game? Okay, yeah. what's his mother's uh, we phone number? And we have all a check out. It's like yeah. check out. It's like oh, Blockbuster. Yeah. Your mom's oh, like, it's sure. been thirty days. Yeah, can but, you get can you get a driver's license number on that, please? Yeah. That was what's yeah. so cool about it. He let me borrow the game, and he didn't even know when I would be able to see him again when he would get it back. So. And and knowing his parents might get upset, that's you know that's what friends do. Yeah. So, Castlevania three, a couple other games, great escapes for me as I was adjusting to my new town, and he was kind of adjusting to playing video games. So it was something we had in in uh, in common there. So I just wanted to say, Danny, thank you for introducing me to this great game. I'm glad that we were there for each other during those difficult months, if not years. So thank you again. That's well, and cool. you still know him. You yeah, still yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's listened to uh, oh, okay. a podcast yeah. before. Yeah. Yeah, Did Danny, I've, your, I've met him before. Did too. you He's give cool him guy. the game back? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, kind of related to this, it's not related to Castlevania, but related to your memory. My um, my um, two older boys had to move away from some friends recently, uh, and then uh, they had a there was a birthday party, overnight party, and I dropped them off. And the first thing you walk in, and they're, they're firing up the PlayStation Four and playing like Destiny and stuff again, like they'd yeah. seen each other just Done. you know the the other day. I was like, that's so cool. And so, so just, awesome. as soon as you said that memory, it's like, oh man, that's cool. That that's still kind of happening you know like it totally is yeah especially with Fortnite and stuff and uh even kids in high school my my nephew is in high school and uh i had to upgrade his uh, ps3 to a ps4 literally just because all his friends stopped playing the titles that he was playing oh yeah he wanted to start really? sure, but how nice is and that it though it was immediate it was immediate as soon as we plugged it in he was right. online with all his friends from high school but how cool oh, is that cool. though like that to to be able to still play games with your friends and still talk to your friends yeah. back then in 90 around then sorry yeah, you know, you're on your own. You're on your own. Yeah. Right? yeah, if your mom's on the phone in the kitchen, you're just like, Can I want to, I want to talk. I want to call Jerry. And they're yeah. like, Sorry, no. Yeah, and you can't play oh. with them no matter what. Oh yeah, yeah. And no, you're definitely no not talking to your it friend wasn't. on the phone while you're playing a video game. It's one or the other. It wasn't it's not, especially not the right. same game. You're yeah. not you're not playing the game together. There's no you know no. It wasn't until like mid '90s with the X band and things like that. And yeah. when that started picking up, that was very cool. Like yeah. if you were we like you could play Street Fighter or something with other. We'll talk. We'll probably talk more about the X. I'd love to do the X band episode. Yeah. Well, I mean, in the Street Fighter. So when we we're gonna have to we'll do have three to try that's part two, we'll right? Talk about of the that five one. part, yeah, episode, expand <laughs> <laughs> part. That's right. That's right. Uh, did uh, did you have something? You no, talk no, about I, I, I don't have any uh, memories of this game. Never played it. Only uh, Castlevania two, which I got. Rid oh, of. Castlevania two. Okay, and, uh, <laughs> that's right. I thought the first Castlevania. My bad. So yeah. actually, I know that Zach because we again need to hear more from him on this one. I'm uh, so thirsty. <laughs> So We're just going to so keep him talking. Uh, what memories do we have to share from the Retro Game Guys community? Oh, God. I, I can do this part, too? Oh. <laughs> hey, you wrote the script, this all right? This is a 10th episode gauntlet for me over here. All right. <laughs> we, all right. Yeah, we're, we're putting you through your paces. All right, so there's some good memories here. another drink of water. The <laughs> yeah. yeah. hey, rest right. of us are drinking. Yeah. Seriously, you guys <laughs> suck. All right. <laughs> okay, so you, you should see this in the room. Hmm. They're ah, actually all tasty. three of them are like, drinking like in unison. Synchronized. Like, yeah. <laughs> No, continue, Zach. We don't want any dead air here. No Come on. Keep going. So other memories. Get the whip. All right. So uh, <laughs> Michael H. says, I never got to try part three, only played and beat Simon's Quest, which from my memory, memory was epic. Hard to believe all the details and items uh, that went into these games for that era. They're mind-blowing. And now I think about it. Uh, I wonder if it's even possible to navigate through such games without a strategy guide. Mm. Uh, no. No. It's not Next question. Yeah, it's not possible <laughs> to get through the front doors without a strategy. There you go. Chris M says, uh, "Only got to rent it when I was a kid, but it was also it was always awesome uh, when my mom came back from town with an NES rental. 
This was the first Castlevania game I got to play, and I really enjoyed it for wow. that for that one weekend. He says, uh, "I finally got to play it again through emulation during college. I really need to go back and play it again and finish it this time." Okay, bro, good, good luck to, with that. Yeah, man. you need to buy a Switch or a, or a Nintendo Classic. Like this guy has a yearning. I I can feel it. Well, if he, <laughs> you know. <laughs> And it's not. This one isn't on the NES Classic. Sadly, it is not. no. The yeah. number two is. Number two is. Yeah. Oh, number two is. Yeah. Number oh, cool. Is, yeah. I didn't know that. I'm gonna. Should, I'm gonna have to try it out then. I, I might wish like it was it. one and three because there'll you, have to be another show. We'll, we'll, I'll, I would love to do two. That'd yeah. be great. I'll check it out. No, I'll, All right. I'll, I'll give an opinion. Play it first. Exactly. I want to. I'll pick it up. No, I want people. Honestly, don't want to do another Castlevania game unless I'm going to enjoy it. We're doing it. We're doing it. We'll do it. January. There we go. At Sean J Holland says, for 30 years I struggled to beat it. And finally did this summer. Oh. Incredibly difficult. Wow. Oh, wow. He's better at games than now that he got older. He's like a, a unicorn. Right, right. <laughs> I've actually, I, I know this gentleman, or at least I've you know, seen him on Twitter and seen some of the games he finishes. Yeah. Real deal, brother. All right. Um, Carrie G says, never played it, but I'm going to give it a try tonight and, and try to at least beat one of you. Mm. Uh, then later he posted, forget it. No, I'm just kidding. He, he posted, <laughs> I had some free time to play this evening. I played for 45 minutes. I got to 4-2. No. No. No, says, I'm no very- you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> or is that 2-4? Four? Four. What's, <laughs> what's this guy's name? Did he say 45 what's his, minutes? What's this guy's no. handle? Uh, Car- it's Carrie G. I'll, I'll, I'm going to look him up. No, he <laughs> yeah, didn't. No, he didn't. <laughs> no, he didn't, dude. Facebook. He, he says, I'm very frustrated, and if it wasn't if it wasn't winter, I would go outside and find some bullfrogs to destroy. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a reference Frog to, there's basement. large bullfrogs in the level that jump oh. and, and, and like... I thought it was a Beavis and Butthead reference. So. No. <laughs> that too. Frog baseball, right? <laughs> right. And uh, Jesse M said, such a great series, and then a heart. Oh, uh, so, so, but that heart doesn't actually do that anything. Doesn't do anything. That doesn't give me life. <laughs> oh, you can use, yeah. use your axe one more time. Oh, goody! Okay. Yeah, right. yeah. I can throw another potion. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, so that kind of leads into um, talking about our playthroughs because that was one of. <laughs> oh, you can drink some water now, Zach. Take it outside. <laughs> oh wait, you're all out of water. How did we you run all out? out of water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We all we've been drinking from his bottle. <laughs> Sick. Backwash now. <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, let's talk about our playthroughs over the last few days. What was it like playing Castlevania three now? Going last. Yeah, and, and I was, okay. I'm gonna say I'm giving okay. Zach a reprieve. I'm gonna I'll start with this one and we'll get back to him. Uh, so we'll ask you guys how we did and how what level you got to, where do you die? Um uh, let's talk about my playthrough. I don't like this game hmm. at all. I haven't since I have no nostalgia for Castlevania. When we play, if Castlevania, you guys can you to, tell already, yeah, I know you, you. Nobody, nobody surprised by this if you've been listening to the rest of this episode. I don't have any nostalgia for the series at all. And as somebody who's only picked up Castlevania when we did the demo, yeah. and then picked this one up, the frustrations I had <laughs> for this game are the same. W- one being with like the hearts. It, none of the as a as a person who's expecting certain things to work certain ways in games. Like hearts in every other game give you life. Yeah. And this game drops hearts yeah. like they're going out of style and they don't, I mean, they do. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. But hearts back in the day still meant give you life. Right. So I don't yeah. know who thought of to make hearts uh, uh, juice for your special weapon. weapon. Yeah. yeah. No, that's exactly it. That's what's super frustrating about like one of the frustrating things is like none of none of the things really work the way you want them to. The stairs, like it took me the first like 45 minutes of my playthrough just to like get comfortable going upstairs like that should not be one of your considerations um but my number one biggest frustration about this game is that it doesn't treat uh your um losing a life the way other games i like do um let me explain so in games like streets of rage or other games that are like kind of side side scrolling platformers when you die you start from where you were for the first like three lives if you do a continue yeah it shoves you back sometimes at the beginning of the level 
But if you die in this game, it shoves you all the way back to something. Yeah. Uh, it gives you. So what what would happen is like you get really good on a boss. You're you're like kind of getting him. He's you're ahead, but then he tornes you a little bit. You die. Now you get to go all the way back for five minutes or whatever it is and have to get all the way back through. And you're like, okay, well, I had, I know I didn't have enough life this last time. So I got to be really careful. Then you're super paranoid and you die again. And I really, really, that frustrates me. I get when you go to the continue that it's going to pump you back a bit, but the games that I like, at least they give you a chance. Cause here's the thing. There's even a cheat for this game to get 10 lives. There's a code you can put in the password to get 10 lives. But that in this game, it didn't, wouldn't really help because if you're stuck on a boss, you if you have a problem with the stuff, boss, yep. you just, you're going to be stuck back in that Still loop get over to and yep. over and over again. It's not like the 10 lives helps you get past anybody. It doesn't give you a bonus. So just super <laughs> well, frustrating for me. And, you know, I, I'm not going to defend this game whatsoever, but part of the reason is because you pick up hearts and you pick up special weapons to defeat a certain boss a certain way right in streets of rage or something like that you could probably uh get to the boss die within the first few seconds uh respawn right where you yeah. were at the boss and still be able to beat the boss without any special weapons right, right? so in this game they actually sort of uh, the special weapons are sort of uh, implied like well but even in streets of rage you get you, when you lose a life you get that's you get your special back again and that this was actually- is true this game is trash <laughs> <laughs> Well, that, no. that brings up a good question is, you know, the, the concept of balance, right? Right. Is that, you know, it's not like this is a movie where everyone's going to sit down and, and get the same amount of enjoyment out of it, or at least be able to see it all the way through. Right. Mm-hmm. So like you're critiquing it based on the fact that you couldn't like that your experience was overshadowed by difficulty. Yeah. yeah. And that, that to me is that to me, that's a part of the game is like, okay, what do you, how do you want first time players to feel you know, yeah. so it's different for me and other players that have maybe grew up with Castlevania one and two because they started Castlevania three with already knowing the mechanics for sure. But picking it up just cold, yeah. There's a learning, there's a serious learning curve. Yeah, here. it was very, it was just just super frustrating that I that I knew that it wasn't that I had the what when I like the games is like okay I've gotten I've progressed somewhat this turnaround okay I died again but I've got a little progress that I can like hang my hat on and go okay. Now I just need to do a little bit better this time. But every time I was just like, oh, you get to start over again. And you just start over. Yeah. And I get with continues. Like I said, I get with mm-hmm. continues. Put the person further back. But just on the, yeah. the life. Yeah. Anyway, the last thing I'll say about this is this is the first game that we've played that I just gave up. Oh, I didn't wow. even. I just Quitter. gave up. I just oh. quit. Um, so I got to the, Quitter, Quitter, I got to the first dinner. boss. What is that? One five. Oh, wow, uh, really? Block one, f- one five. And uh, <laughs> that's it. I just gave up because I... I, I I had no. I, I just that was the boss with the sword and the, sh- the shield, right? The yeah, guy who kind of follows you around yeah, yeah, the screen. Yeah, yeah. I just uh, and I would I two two or three times because I played it through twice, like from the beginning, and at least two or three of those times I got like within one bar, and then I'd have to go back, you know, to the beginning of block four or like one four, I think it was, and I just I rage quit. Literally, yeah. was like I'm just done with this. This is so stupid because now I have to do that all over again. Anyway. So okay. that's it. And you know what? This is what you get for uh, Impossible Mission. That's <laughs> yeah. what you get. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You're welcome. So, and I want to issue a disclaimer. I realized on Twitter that somebody pointed out there's a bug in the 7800 version. You can't actually finish that game. So obviously I didn't finish it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, but I did. Yeah, uh, <laughs> thank, yeah. you, uh, thank you for the guy who pointed yeah. out. We noticed, we noticed uh, that tweet too. Yeah, loved so it. I, I may have ignored it when it came out, but you're right. I'm sorry. I probably, I did, must have not been. You know what, dude? I did you better did, than you did, You did finish it. I saw that tweet that you put out and you delete it you're like oh, i did better than you but i was like oh, Dustin, that's all right i see you're hurt it's okay exactly <laughs> yeah. so okay cool so you love this game moving on yeah exactly mr jp no i i enjoyed it um 
for like two minutes, and then I was like, <laughs> you know, "Wow, yeah, you beat me by guys. ninety seconds." I remember. I mean, I do remember playing this this game as a kid and everything. And I think the funny thing is, it reminded me a lot of um, I don't know why, but it reminded me a lot of Batman on the Game Boy, which oh, wasn't yeah. made by Konami, but it's yeah, the I music and the styling and everything is very similar in the way that you kind of work. So I was just like, "Oh, this kind of feels like that." But huh. yeah, you're right with the stairs and everything going up and down. When I would have stuff flying, and I'm like on the stairs, and I'm like trying to whip at it, and I'm like, I'm just one step up too high to get to it. It's like you can't jump jump down um drop down on the stairs or anything like that you know and then you know to get them so you're kind of stuck on the stairs too right yeah. Yeah. you get no, kind of stuck it's right. just up or down you can't fall and then the other thing that kind of really started to get frustrating was i would be on a level and it was we've had this in other games too i think in golden axe too where it's like can i jump to that location over there or is that not an actual place to jump onto because it was like just some of the levels something yeah it's decoration because yeah. some of those levels it was difficult to tell do I go that way or do I go, you know, the other way? So it was like trying to figure out which way I can actually go and, and jump. And I did a couple times where I just jumped down a pit and I was just like, yeah. pitfall, pitfall, <laughs> pitfall. It didn't just shave a couple points off though. Again, there goes your life. Yeah, nope. exactly. And I, I, if, if I was playing on a controller, I probably would have been throwing it on the ground. Like, you know, that, you know, 12 year old in me would have been throwing the ground, just pissed off. There's one in it. <laughs> But yeah, that's uh, I was very frustrated with that one. But I, I had fun playing it at the same time. It did. How far did you get, me. brother? Um, I don't. You know, I after after I died, it went right back over, and I couldn't remember. But I'm I'm thinking four something because I don't remember. Lie. Well, what what is what was level four like? How many was, bosses did you beat? You think I got? I beat the first boss, okay. and then I got onto the next level, and then you you had to go either up, you know, go yeah. up or down. I went down again, but then I went up, and then there was another level. I, I right. don't think I got to the second boss, but I think I got close to where he was at. So at least a couple, two levels. We'll say two levels. Yeah. yeah. Mm. All right. Did you see any jellyfish? Jellyfish. No, the owls. I remember seeing the owls. Was you okay. playing SpongeBob yeah. again? Were you playing SpongeBob this time, Alex? No. <laughs> I went down the same path Long you game. did with the owls. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. That's maybe that's like I was, two or I three. was after the yeah. owls. I was, I was over there somewhere because that's what I was looking at. I thought it was four one or four two or something because of the way that it split through. Like we were talking about the different levels and All the right. way they split. Alex has got know. his library and glasses on. He's got his notes out. <laughs> I do have his, my notes. He's got his shawl going. That's right. So we we need. He's he's chomping on the bit. Let's hear no, from no, you. No, no. First of all, I I got to to the third boss three three four. Dash three right. four. Um, Which boss was that? The stone guy, the stone guy with the big mallet or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. Third place. Uh, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> we're, we're already hold on. But it. that that <laughs> does that level have uh, these jellyfish, these uh, pink things that float up and down, and they they, they literally look oh, like jellyfish. I remember those where you smack them, and they have four. And they have four pieces things that yeah, come I, out. I yeah. got to that. I got over there. Yeah. So that's just lazy. Like what? I, uh, I'm fighting. I'm supposed <laughs> to be fighting Dracula. I, why are there floating jellyfish around? Yeah. Am I an underwater level? Why are you killing jellyfish yeah. full of babies? That uh, is lazy <laughs> wow. coding. I'm and, so sad I didn't get further in this game. Yeah, it's a joke. Uh, first of all, when the main title comes up, uh, whoever wrote this uh, is lazy. Um, first of all, yeah. <laughs> just Here's just what it says. It says, man. during the fif- 15th century Europe... There lived a person named Dracula. First of all, he's not a person. He's the undead <laughs> king of the undead. He's a vampire, bro. Like, spell it out. Say he's a vampire, bro. It. Did someone have a vampire uh, copyrighted or something like that? I don't know. Uh, so, yeah. Spell so with two eyes. It's fine. It, that that annoyed me. I was like, what is this? This then, is Brady? Alex's this is very retarded. special Seinfeld Lo- review. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He's learning about lo- localization. Right? No, this, this game was really First annoying on many levels. Uh, it then went on and said uh, he, he practiced sorcery in order to create a bad world uh, filled with evil. Now he's a witch. <laughs> oh. You know? 
a bad, bad world filled, filled with, with evil. evil. Bad. I think that's how my four-year-old describes things. Uh, so anyway, um, the music. I love the music uh, in this game. If you played the I original, was, I Castlevania. have nothing negative to say about the music. Yeah, yeah music, exactly. music was good. It was really nice. It started that's right it. off the bat. Started hard, and it didn't let up. And the fact that you said that there's a second version of this game with better music. It's awesome. Well, because when I started to listen to it, I was like, oh, that's a shame. Like they, I, I was hoping for a little bit more of a full rock rendition. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now that you say that that actually exists, I'm a little... You do need to check it out. I'm a little bit more annoyed. Um, this game doesn't let up from uh, stage one. No. Uh, all the enemies no. that are in the more advanced version in the original Castlevania come at you in the first stage of this game, the flowing Medusa heads and all that stuff. Um, which were notorious in the first uh, Castlevania. What else is, do I have here? Uh, I hate that uh, stairs are still the enemy, <laughs> right? In this so, game, like really? Yeah, like uh, uh, you can't jump on the stairs and go up. You have to start from the bottom and go up. Um, uh, it's very difficult to to hit an enemy when they're coming at you from the stairs. Definitely. If you're yeah, walking up the stairs and the floating Medusa head comes up, uh, you're going to get hit. One of the ones I was wondering about was, you know how they, they had a the little statue that would shoot the little fireballs in right, the left yeah. and right? How are you supposed to defeat that? I you was can, wondering. You, you can just whip them. Whip you just right whip them? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, time I it. kept trying to ch- time jumping them, and the third one always got me. No, no, no I, will say, I will say that was one thing I actually figured out. Yeah, you can whip the things, and it does, I think, three, and then you just then you get up and, like, yeah, the bone pillar. Oh, because I kept jumping over it and then taking damage, I jumped over running away. I'm like, ah! You just have to time it because it, like, shoots, like, boo, 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 and then you... Yeah, the frustration level in this game that you felt um i actually feel that that was an allure that that actually made <laughs> if you played this game when you were a kid right and there was nothing else going on in your life right and you I are agree. a 12 year old kid you're stuck in 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 your room it's you know between 8 and 10 before you have to go to bed for right. school the next day right all you have to do is play castlevania you're gonna sit down and you are gonna hammer that. You're like learning a skate trick. You it's, are gonna well, learn that's, that's this right. game. This is exactly what we talked about when we pre- talked about in the th- exactly in the Thanksgiving episode that the only that the only way that Impossible Mission that I spent that I liked that game is because I had so much time to spend. There's on. nothing, literally I, you, nothing I, else. I charted, that you were doing. I didn't have any other games. I had maybe a couple. You but didn't have a car. You weren't going out to hang with your friends or no, anything like that. No, I didn't have friends. To, yeah, exactly. like I just <laughs> yeah. So as an adult, there was though, no internet. The same. Uh, 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 Frustration level and the same uh, reason why this game is so difficult uh, it makes it easier as an adult to walk away from. Oh, it. absolutely! I was just right, thinking about right. the like twenty uh, PS4 you know titles that I'd much rather be playing right now. You know, there's <laughs> yeah. so many other things. Oh, I could, I've got the Switch, the, the 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 Switch. I can play you know a Mario Party, or I can do anything else, but it'd be so dang frustrating. I almost right, right. I almost wanted to go back to this game. There was a big part of my time playing this game. First of all, the guy who said he got this done in 45 minutes, that guy's lying or whatever. <laughs> that guy is totally lying. I disagree. I'm I challenging disagree. I'll tell you why. I'll it took you. me an hour just to pass the first level. Yeah. <laughs> an hour. And Same. I, dude, I was kicking myself. I was like, I was looking at the clock, looking at my progress. I was like, what is going on? Why am I so dumb right now? <laughs> well, um, why could you never get health back from anything? I, I never understood. Like, well, you can't. It's, not it's just food. You have to find food. That's it. There's I, a hidden, I, hidden I, food, I one never, per level. A one per level. You That's to, it. Where do they hide it? In the walls. In the walls. In the blocks. So, like in yeah. the one I did, like there's one part that you jump down and then it looks like it's uh, that you can't, an area you can't get into. But if you fire the sword off, then it goes down in there. 
okay. and then and the food's and then, in there, and then yeah. you can then you basically it opens that area, then you can get in there and get it. So man, yeah, I, yeah, I didn't yeah see that. it's it's tough though. Well, anyway, so we have our Castlevania apologist on staff here. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, let's talk, to us, <laughs> talk to talk us through, talk us off the ledge. I, know, I feel like I'm de- I have to defend this game from like an <laughs> onslaught of like challenge, like rage quitters. You're welcome. Um, no, but it, this is fascinating for me because it it. It's it's interesting to see the perspective of people who picked up Class- Castlevania for the first time, and that to me is is valid, right? Right. I, I, thank you. The, well, no, but I mean, so <laughs> because if I was a game designer, I think you know you'd want everyone to have a positive experience. That's not so with this game, and yeah. part of the reason why is because, and I learned this recently, is that um, some of the earlier programmers they that they didn't have a lot of. We've heard about this from David Crane was. They didn't have a lot of room to work with, right? So the game, what they packed in the game had to be challenging enough so that you got enough entertainment value out of it so that you didn't finish it in seven minutes after you bought it, that it would take you time and repetition. Now, maybe they could have made it a little easier, right? It wouldn't have killed them to, you know... But that, that's what it was, right? right? So Well, and they had more captive audiences. As we said before, there, there weren't as many distractions, right? So if you were convinced enough to pick up the game, you were, mm-hmm. were going to probably play it to its bitter end. Right, right. And, and like I did. I mean, I played Castlevania 1. I don't even know how many hundreds and hundreds of times to the point where by the time I played Castlevania 3, yes, si- or Trevor's, you know, it controls oddly and the stairs are crazy and the jumping is and the falling is weird and all that. But like once you l- get through that learning curve, it just becomes another part of the game. It becomes another challenge. I don't think, to me, it didn't feel like poor play control because there's games where there's literally yeah. poor play control where you do something and you fall off and you're like, well, I can't jump. I can't. This Simon or um, Trevor's going to do what you tell him to do, but he's just very limited. Right. No, <laughs> so, I, would, you know, I would agree so, with that. And this game came after Super Mario Brothers. Yes. God. By quite a few years, yeah. Can you imagine if this game played a little bit more like Super Mario Brothers? But I can I see your, I see your like, point though, like where it, it's it. Castlevania could be more of a pick up and play game, and it is not. It yeah. is not no, a pick up and play game. No, all. and so it's for it's for purists. It's a saga. It's for yeah, and it's for people who love challenging platformers. So to me, I revisiting this game, I had so much fun only because I hadn't played Castlevania games in a long time. At least, or sorry, I played Castlevania one, but I haven't played this one in a long time. Um, so it's kind of neat to see a different perspective. Um, I went all in on the game. Um, you know, I was even like, I, I watched the Netflix show again. I was actually, wow. I looked up some Dracula lore. I even put like a couple Dracula movies on my watch list on Netflix. Nice. Like, yeah. Uh, is Fright Night on figure, there? Yeah. We're going to have to I figure a new nickname yeah. for you, JP, because right. we're going to have to choose obsessive player for him yeah. instead. <laughs> so uh, my impressions of the game, and I don't throw this kind of praise around often, and you guys are going to throw tomatoes at me or whatever. Obsessive uh, I, I think this game is a masterpiece. It is a must wow, play. Yes, what? I, would, I would say, yes. Holy moly. Masterpiece. My, Castlevania 1 is in my top five games. But I think this game is amazing. It's a little hard, but I, I would say this game is amazing. Hard. For the, for those who get through the learning curve, that you have to get through, you've got to commit to true. it to get through I'll that learning that. curve. Yeah. yeah. So I think the game still would be awesome without the branching paths and the extra characters, but all that extra stuff makes it that much better. Uh, love the music. Um, it's kind of heavy and no aggressive and no all that. There. And you do absolutely have to listen to the Famicom soundtrack. As a kind of a rock and metal guy, like it's just right up my alley. Um, I also want to say here, I think it's amazing how far the platformer genre matured in seven years. So think of like Pitfall. So Pitfall. You mean and the, the fun game Pitfall? Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here we go. But okay. <laughs> so just say Pitfall to Castlevania 3. I mean, just visually speaking, music wise, to me, gameplay, probably not you guys so much. But I think of like games that came out seven years ago from now, I, like Skyrim, like the... 
I will say advances that advances are very, you know, I will say that absolutely as someone who does not enjoy did not enjoy this game. I completely agree with you. With the fact that Pitfall is very limited game. You've got a, a top level and a bottom level. And a, like basically, even though it's 255 levels, there's like five things that happen in the entire game just in different combinations. Yeah. And this game has branches and it's got enemies coming left and right. And it's got a whole different Hidden host food. of things. Yeah. Hidden but, food that JP didn't well, know the, about. The, the boss AI and everything, all this crazy complex stuff happening. Yeah, and, you know, actually yeah. falling Hold around. On. All right. So if this is a masterpiece, then what's Metroid? Master- or Super Mario Brothers. Oh, Masterpiece too. I put this right up there with All them. Right. I'm not going to disagree with you. I agree. This game <laughs> is, is a masterpiece. However, no. you have to be willing to to crawl through a river of S yes. in order to be, to to just Andy taste Dufresne. those yep. the, the sweet berries of victory. And maybe that's what makes it so you know? sweet is that the club is very small. Like yeah. the club of people who have who passed the gauntlet. See, yeah. you know, what I would small. What I would call a masterpiece is what, and where I think for me this game fails is it doesn't give you the carrot to begin with. It can be one of the most difficult games ever, but it needs to give you well, something listen, to Well, listen, if you want to defeat uh, Count Dracula... I no, mean, come on. I'm absolutely 100 on board. The Count Dracula is, 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 this, this is really hard. This person Dracula. He's a person now. He's not. Yeah. Uh, right. Now he's not undead. <laughs> no, well, but I'm 100 percent on board with this game being ridiculously hard. Yeah. And I'm completely on board with that. But give give somebody a bone to give them want. Or ease into know. it a little bit. Yeah, there should be. Yeah. The, yeah, the yeah. learning curve should have been uh, a little uh, less. Deep. Yep. Yeah. So for my playthrough, and I know you all just cannot wait to hear how I did for this very special tenth episode. How long did it take you to beat it? So well, you, as you guys know, I'm a pretty comp- yeah, I'm a pretty accomplished <laughs> video game player, you know, and all these games that I finished and all that good stuff. But this still was really freaking hard. I was I was blown through. Maybe I got through maybe block six like pretty easily. I was like, guys, oh, it's just kind of kind of fun. And then the pain started, <laughs> like really? the true hard as heck pain. There's a level called it's level. Hold block- on, hold on. You're talking to a guy who spent an hour getting through block one. <laughs> yeah, all right, sure you so- know, but. There's a level called the Moat Bridge of Peril. Wow. <laughs> right. That sounds, sounds lovely like in the summer. Princess Bride, right? Right. It, it, the, the sad thing is, is this is one of those levels like you guys talked about, super long. Any death, any miscalculation, anything, you were playing that whole level several minutes, you know, again. So it's terrible. Um, level seven has multiple bosses after a long level. So you play this torturous long level and then you have to fight mo- like three bosses. Just and then if you manage to make it to eight, it just keeps getting harder. There's these painful restarts again, um, and it just so there's this like a part like I was talking about earlier, like the last stretch till you get to Dracula. Um, it's just every time you die, you you just sigh and go, oh my god, like there's so much luck involved to get back to that point that it you can't rely on luck. You have to perfect your run so that you are consistent enough to get to the boss to have any chance of defeating mm. it. So it starts with luck. You may like have sprinted and got to the end and went, oh my God, I made it here. I was so lucky. You know what? Sorry, you're going to have to do it 17 more times and you're going to have to perfect it. That's what Man. the game tells you, basically. Yeah. yeah. It, told um, me, it told me that in block one. Right. So so to me, to, to get to as far as I got, I needed like meticulous planning, you know, and just tons of repetition. Um, I did not watch any YouTube or anything to do it. I want to do it legit. Um, but it took me about a solid day to get to Dracula. I did finish it, uh, about three days total. And Dracula just, I just, I seriously, I did, wanted to quit. Did you remember so, to feed your kids? Yes, I did. Yeah. <laughs> but I wanted to, I really, days, no sleep. really wanted to quit on Dracula. Like Don't I was at that point, I'm like, Dundee. oh my God, can I just, I, but I couldn't do it. I had to power through. Um, so, but there was one thing when you finish the game, the, the game gives you a gift. You get an expert 
mode, basically. <laughs> oh, so, right. yeah, because at the gift. Yeah, what right. Gift. Yeah. So there's I much want, of, like a jumbo jack. So I got pot. to the, I, 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 tried I played Bonford fries. I played the expert level <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, let's see how hard you can make it, Castlevania. Let's go. In the very first level, there's this um, there's a multi tiered level where there's like the floors that open up and you fall through and there's yeah. Medusa heads. In this uh, this uh, playthrough, this new game, there's these flying skulls that arc up and basically like like in the crazy patterns and like follow you. And I was like, nope, power off. Boom, done. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, I, co- I completed yeah. my mission. We're good. All right. And uh, last question before we uh, start wrapping up here. Would we play it again? I think you hear a resounding yes. no. Yes. Yes. No, I would. No I, I would. No. I would not. not uh, uh, I wouldn't like myself afterwards. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. no, now this, I want to find the food. So I, I, think, I, I think I'm going to start a career uh, just teaching Castlevania lessons. There you here. go. I think, I mean, there's, there's enough of demand. What I will say I, is I do, I am now super interested in Castlevania too, because that sounds like it might be a little bit more my alley. And now it I, might. I'll have to check yeah. that out. Spoiler, it's not going to be. Uh-oh. Well, I know. Well, you know I've heard, well so knows? here's the thing. The people that I've heard that say bad things about the game, He's a Sega family, right. Sega household. So he might, he might actually. No, the like people that. that I've read that hate that are not fans of Castlevania two love Castlevania one and three. So I would figure it might be the other way around. <laughs> might, for you. Might, might flip it around. Maybe. We'll sure. see. All right, guys. So uh, listeners, we want to feature your scores and stories in future podcasts. So make sure you share them with us. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter by searching for at Retro Game Guys, or drop us a line to our email address, retrogameguys at gmail.com. Now let's bring in JP to talk a little bit about how collectors can get their hands on Castlevania 3 nowadays. Thank you, Dustin. You're welcome, JP. Thank you very much. Thank you. Welcome. <laughs> uh, if you want to get an original cartridge, uh, they are not hard to find. It should be. Yeah. <laughs> Still raging over here. Sorry. Uh, I know but, what you're getting for Christmas. Uh, Castlevania 3 magnet, plush toy, <laughs> t-shirt, actual like five copies of the game because mm-hmm. you're going to keep throwing them out. <laughs> Uh, so the NES version is going to run you about 30 big ones. It's a little pricey. So easy to find, but not cheap. Uh, the Famicom version, the one we talked about with the great music, is about 60 to $75. Uh, and one thing I do want to mention about that, is, besides the great music, of course, is the artwork on it is yeah. phenomenal. I mean, it's, it's, cool. it's great yeah. on the, the NES, but on the, the, the Famicom, their artwork's pretty sweet. Quick caution, though. There are some fake ones out there. This is true with the other expensive games of yeah. the type. You can, yeah, there's some ones where, like, you know, 74 sold. I'm like, hmm, yeah, yeah really? Yeah, you really yeah. are sitting on 100 of these games? What? You know, it's coming yeah. from China. That's really yeah. odd. Huh. <laughs> Thousand of them sold from China. All right. Hmm. Uh, so then another thing I found was uh, a sealed copy. It wasn't rated, though. So those those can be iffy if you're talking about fakes as well, because people can reseal. That's a whole other thing. About $800 on eBay. Jeez, man. Yeah, very expensive. Uh, <laughs> last thing, the crazy collectible of the week. Alex, no, right. favorite segment. Yeah, he's just waiting. All right, so it's a stand-up one. arcade version of <laughs> Castlevania Three that I could buy. Custom made, ten thousand dollars. Oh, that's great. <laughs> can I can I just say real quick? That there, if you're wondering why Alex loves this section, in our very first episode, which you should go back and listen to as well is Alex kept egging JP on <laughs> over and over about... JP fell in a rabbit hole about, yeah, three-screw versus five-screw game cartridges. Right. And, yeah. and Alex just kept asking just, questions. I love it. And Dustin's over here waving his hand, going like, okay, we're done. No, we're with the done. screw. No. We're done. <laughs> no. So now you, you own this section. Oh, dude, I love it. I love this section. It's like uh, it's like finding hidden treasures. It's like, like American Pickers. It's like catnip. Catnip. <laughs> yeah. Catnip. I love it. 
All right, so there, it's more of another crazy awesome collectible. I think you guys will all really appreciate and enjoy this, and our listeners too as well. Uh, the online store Mondo has the Castlevania Three original soundtrack on vinyl. Cool. Interesting. Yeah. It features all 28 tracks on bo- from both the NES and the Famicom versions on two huh. LPs. Hmm. Uh, the rec- records themselves are black, but you can also order them in uh, orange translucent vinyl or even orange with splatter marks. Ooh. Well, yeah. <laughs> blood, blood splatters would have been better, I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'm that's what it is. What kind, it might yeah. be. It can be here's what kind of splatter. Um, you can get them now for about 30 bucks on their site, or you can go on to Amazon, pay a little bit more. Okay. Well, that's kind of cool. cool. Pretty reasonable. Yeah. yeah. It's not bad. Right? Well, you know, and it uh, the music is a big thing, uh, and you mm-hmm. have a CD uh, where some guys, some guys the band, band covered it. Yeah. Covered it's a, it's a, a lot of the If you songs. go on YouTube, there's a lot of... Uh, a lot of bands love the music. Yeah. I yeah. still love the music. Well, they have those ones where That's they'll cover my, it and then somebody be positive. playing it too while yeah. they're covering it, which is cool. Love it. All right, cool. Well, it's time now for our weekly retro game giveaway. We've got an original copy of Castlevania 3 removed from a climate-controlled glass case in JP's Game Vault. <laughs> Get it back. <laughs> and remember, if you want to win next time, all you need to do is leave us a comment or share the podcast on Facebook or Twitter. You can find us at, at RetroGameGuys.com. And this week's winner is at Mr. Don Van Dam. All right. Uh, <laughs> He's laughing right now at all you guys. Yeah. He suggested this game. He's also been talking with us on Twitter, and we've been having a lot of fun chatting with him. Um, so uh, I... I I'm <laughs> Just say thank you I can't say on, thank you. Just but say thank you, you with finger quotes. <laughs> this is your fault, Don. Uh, we'll send you a message very soon to get the game out to you. So it's now time to wrap up with our score recap. This week's Retro Game Guys Castlevania 3 rankings in fourth place and hating everything in life is me. Oh, come on. <laughs> in uh, third place and not still looking for some food is JP. Figure guns. <laughs> <laughs> second place is uh, Mr. Alex over there. Yeah. yeah. Again, second again. That's are me. Sure? Are you sure that wasn't well, you, I, I, no, you no. guys are kind of, I, you guys I are kind of on the fence. Further. I think well, it sounded like know. you got a little further. We're just going yeah, with I that. I think he was mistaken. Judge, judge, judgment rules right. here. And for 10 like straight episodes no, in a yeah. row, we're fighting for our number uh, one top contender. 10 in a row. Wow. A row. It's been a long road, exactly. but uh, we're poor, we're, poor children. We're going on a hiatus for a short few weeks here, and we're, we're going to discuss as a team what game is going to trip Zach up, and we're going to play that one next. <laughs> Bring right. it on, children. Bring it on. <laughs> well, that's all the time we have for our Castlevania 3 episode. We hope you enjoyed this podcast and it makes you want to throw your Nintendo Entertainment System out the window like for the retro game guy zach alex and jp i'm dustin saying game on until next time friends happy holidays The opinions and views expressed on the Retro Game Guys podcast represent the views of the speaker alone and are not the views of our employers. 